Hello, Future Foodcast listeners. I'm Pam Miller, your host for this episode of the Future Foodcast. We are so excited to have a thought leader in the food space with us. His name is Olaf Van der Veen, and he is the co-founder and CEO of Orbisk. And he's going to tell us all about what they do at that company. Welcome. We're so glad to have you here. Tell us a little bit about what you're... Uh, so indeed, the name is Olaf. Uh, we focus on reducing food waste in the food services industry uh, by using uh, uh, progressive technology, actually, in every, for everyday use. So what we do, we uh, help restaurants to quantify and reduce their food waste amounts that go on in their kitchen and in their operations by outfitting the waste bin of their, uh, their establishment with a weighing scale and a camera unit. And every time something is disposed, we take a picture of the food that's being disposed and a weight measurement plus a time measurement. And we can identify the reason and the amount and the type of food that's been going to waste, uh, allowing them to see where their recurring surplus is and how to address it in order to, uh, to increase both their profitability and their sustainability. Wow. Well, so you're using technology to help solve some of the problems that we have right now in the food system. So let, yeah. let's back up and break this down a little bit. How did you even think about this problem? What made you aware that, that we have a problem in the area of food waste? Yeah, yeah so that's an interesting question. My, my personal background is in, in a data consultancy. In my, my previous life, let's say, in my previous career, I was a data consultant for a large retailer and it, it made me responsible for optimizing operational excellence based on data. At that point, I was looking to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to be an entrepreneur in the sustainable space. And I found out that this food waste problem is one of the biggest problems that we have in the world, actually, when it comes to the environmental impact of the food that we lose across our operations. So I, uh, we decided to point those capabilities at this, this food waste problem. But what's, what's good to know about the founders and all of the team that we, that we had uh, surrounded ourselves with ever since is that we're very pragmatic people. We like to deal with actual solutions and use tech to solve real world problems. We worked also for a number of years in these food services kitchens. So we, we know about their operations, about the hectic environment, about how the guest is always the first thing on your mind. There's no one more important than your guest being a restaurant. That's why we figured we need this progressive technology. We need this AI image recognition to be able to quantify this food waste at scale because we can't ask them to start registering every single tomato. That they, and that's what, you know, all of that combined uh, uh, led us to, to pursue this solution solution that was uh, was and was and still is pretty cutting edge identifying food with an image recognition algorithm is still pretty much high up uh, the innovation ladder an entrepreneur is someone that that doesn't stop where others say this might just not be possible and we managed to uh, manage to do it so that's where we are today well you absolutely have and i think it's very curious with your background in the you know being in the kitchens being in that food space you're realizing that really the focus is that customer and getting them what they're buying and this kind of back end of the the waste or the excess or you know maybe there's an overbuying of inventory and and, and that is not really something that you get paid to spend time on. And it's not seen as a, a profit center. But you've had some great results with 
helping to increase the profits by reducing the waste. Can you share a little bit of that with us? Yeah, very much so. It's important to realize that an average establishment in this space, in the food service space, so both company caterers, restaurants, hotels, they waste about 25,000 pounds of edible food every single year. And you're absolutely right. Being a staff member of one of those establishments, it's the least interesting place to be around this waste bin. You want to be with your guests. You want to be in the kitchen cooking the beautiful stuff that you'll be serving those guests. So it's the least exciting place to be. Nonetheless, there's about 10 to 20 to sometimes 30 percent of everything that you buy uh, that you procure is going to waste in the back end in this 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 big black hole here being a waste bin and that's why we felt that the only way to realistically do this at scale is is full automation an absolute seamless solution in your everyday operations to make sure that you can be spend that time with your guests and still we gather the right amount of data to do better and optimize those uh, both the profits and the sustainability yeah i think and one of the key things is that you're able to quantify for them. I, I think a lot of chefs and people that work in, in these environments don't really realize how much they're throwing away. But with your technology, you're able to then quantify that for them to say what the number is. It's 25% is probably an average. I'm sure there's some that are more and some mm-hmm. that are less. But how much have you helped some of your clients reduce their food waste? And how do you do that? Yeah, so we allow them to see, and let's let's stop at this figure, 25,000 pounds per, per year. So every single year, 25,000 pounds is what you're wasting. On average, we can help them save about 50% of that sum. So say 10 to 15,000 pounds of edible food we can save from entering this big black hole that I just referred to. How do we do so? By indeed outfitting the waste bin and quantifying this food waste all day, every day, we can allow them to see where their recurring surplus is. I mean, looking at at, 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 at food waste, there's of course, there's your incidental surplus. Sometimes you drop something, sometimes you burn something. And of course you want to change that, but you know, we're, we're human after all. And no one does that intentionally. But your recurring waste is, is what, we're, what we're mostly focused on. Say you're wasting 10 kilos of tomatoes every Tuesday morning when you're cleaning your fridge, but you know, sort of this happens once a week and it's hard to, to sort of get, see the trend in that yourself. Or saying in, in a corporate dining situation where, where your salad buffet just don't work that well on Fridays because on Fridays people are craving the good stuff you know it's almost weekend it, it, often case it's it's actually pointing out the obvious but there's about there's so many things that that you need to control in a restaurant situation that no one has the time to really see what this recurring pattern is in your waste levels and that's exactly the ones that we'll be able to point out to you and just say you need as opposed to producing five salads on your on your Fridays in your corporate dining establishment just do three on Friday and five the rest of the week and you'll see your reduction happening right the next week actually and that's why how we step by step we help them reduce to reduce on all of their you know their meals on their sandwiches on their salads on their soups on their fruits helping them to to save accumulatively uh, accumulated uh, uh, 10 to 15,000 pounds of, of edible food in a year well then what I'm hearing you say is that rather than go along with the normal you know every week on Tuesday we have to throw out so much food uh, Mm -hmm. or potatoes or whatever your example and the salad bar doesn't do as well on Friday you're you're giving them the actual numbers of what they're throwing away and and getting them to ask uh, as you told me before why why are Mm -hmm. we doing this just stop and think for a minute here are the numbers here's what we're doing but do we have to do it that way and and getting them to rethink 
what they are doing. So where do they make changes to help with this waste problem? How does it? Yeah, so uh, one of the tangible examples is, is indeed this, this, this salad buffet where, where they, they only produce three salads on Fridays and five salads the rest of the week. This is one of the solutions. But another tangible example that we had in a hotel, for instance, that had like a, a menu dining experience in the, in the weekdays. It was a business hotel and it had a buffet-style dinner in weekends. They did so because a buffet-style dinner requires less uh, capacity in your team. So they were able to, to hire one less chef for the weekends. We showed them that the amount of waste this buffet produced was so incredibly large that they could easily hire another chef for that day and, uh, and their guests were happier for it because no one really liked the buffet dinner, honestly. So uh, we've been able to reduce their food waste level substantially by by tens of pounds uh, every single every single day which was cost neutral in fact cost positive for them to hire an extra person to do this menu style dining and everyone was happier and uh, and more sustainable actually it's it's examples like this it's this it's the things that you don't see really that we point out to you yeah the things that you don't see is exactly right because a lot of times you do things the way you do them because you've always done them that way like you said the menu dining during the week buffet on the weekends, but the reality was the numbers did not add up. Once you had the numbers, they didn't realize how much they were throwing away before they utilized your system because they there couldn't apply that. Yeah. That yeah. is a really tangible result and helping people to change their habits and, and what their planning is. You're really helping them to have a more stable planning and more sustainable use of the resources that they have. I guess they don't have to order as much on the front end if they realize they're wasting on the back end, right? That's the end result. We want to be able to order less to still provide an uncompromising guest experience because we, no one wants to compromise the guest experience, nor are we looking to do so. But you can actually, by, by getting more tangible insights on these waste levels, you'll be able to have an uncompromised guest experience whilst reducing your buying still. Yeah. What What is the biggest challenge as you start to work with clients with this system? What's the biggest challenge you're encountering? Oh, Pam, we, we've seen so many. Of course, we're a young company. So we've been through all phases of prototyping, devices not working, uh, you know, us failing to do what we thought was, would be right. And, and our clients, you know, shooting down our assumptions time and time again. But that's the only way you learn, right? You learn with your clients. And, and, and I'm very happy and proud to say that we have a lot of ambassadors in our current clientele who who stood by us, who had to, who saw what we were solving, and the patience for us to to go through all of those failures to come to a successful product. But um, uh, to point to one uh, point out what we what we currently uh, deal with most, still a lot of data. I mean, we we generate uh, a granularity of data that is unseen before, but which is also quite overwhelming, honestly. So uh, an average chef is not a data scientist or a data analyst we are but but they're not they're they're chefs they they have their their particular trait which they're very they can be very proud of so we need to help them understand this data on a daily basis so every single kitchen that we work with we do educate not to use the device not to use the the, the portal itself but how to see those trends and educate yourself and your team to do better and that's what we're still growing into that's that's we haven't perfected that by far 
I have to say, that's what we try and do better every day, speak their language as best we can so that we truly connect to their daily operations and enable them to do better uh, individually. So that's all. That's always going to be the biggest challenge. We're trying, it's, it's not like we, we only produce data and technology. We're trying to create a behavior change. And that's uh, something we're learning every day. Thank you for your honesty, Olaf, because really there, we have a lot of food entrepreneurs that are listening, and I think they'll appreciate just your authenticity in saying, look, we're, we're figuring it out, but we've got some great clients that are, that are partnering with us to work through it because they see that the end result is worth it. And they, they want to help us come to that solution. Is that what I heard you say? They're helping. They are absolutely helping. And it's, it is already, we, we've been through the phase where it was, wasn't working for them at all, right? So we have a very successful product for them, but we still try and do better every day, not only to create delighted customers, but the better we do, the better we are at creating the impact we're pursuing, which is the least amount of food waste possible. We are pursuing a world without food waste. And that's only when we can create this behavior change, this platform of people that believe that we do what we do is right, but also that our technology helps them to, to uh, also pursue that goal with. Yeah, that goal of zero food waste. That's a, a very worthy, worthy goal and, and a lofty goal at the same time. But like you said, as you innovate, things are going to get better and better. And as you educate, you know, the word will spread. People will realize how to accomplish uh, this goal moving forward. Well, what are the main sure. reasons that your clients work with you? As, you? as you go to talk to a client, why would I as a restaurateur or a caterer or uh, a chef want to work with your company? Yeah, so there's a, there's a number of reasons. There's, there's not many solutions out there right now that can increase your, your profitability and your sustainability by doing the same thing, reducing the amount of kilos. There's a lot of a very important sustainability initiatives but often case they they cost money more they deliver still people are luckily a lot of of the the innovators and and the front runners are pursuing these but this is one of them that will actually you know make you a better company in in the, in the first place not only from a sustainability perspective so that's one also just to get a general grip uh, of your operations looking at the, as a restaurateur you have a very firm grip on the amount of guests that you're you're receiving that the amount of buying that you've done the amount of sales that you've done or revenue and then there's this tent to 20%, sometimes 30% leak in the back of house and you don't know a thing about it. So just getting a grip on, on what you're doing every day uh, because uh, your, your waste bin is a very, very good interpreter of all of the inefficiencies of your process. So just getting a grip on this is, is, is a very important thing. And third, uh, and, and, and I think also more and more important, luckily, it's what your guests and even your staff today are, are expecting of you to do, to take responsibility for the, for the things that you operate so you know more and more the social norm of you know food waste is unacceptable is, is shifting to to our benefit to all of our benefits so your staff and your 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 guests will expect this of you uh, which is becoming more and more important as well for uh, for our clients to move yeah i can see where it would be a really positive thing for a brand to identify that they are actively pursuing this goal and, and that they care about it. I think clients care or customers care more and more about what companies are doing and 
and locations where they buy products and services, uh, what they're doing to be more sustainable and try to be good stewards of their resources. There you go. And and I'm very proud of some of them who, who are actually also vulnerable, like, like you just complimented me upon. But there's a number of our clients that are also publicly uh, uh, publishing the figures that we that we supply to them. And they're also saying we're not doing perfect yet, but now at least we know when we can start working on doing better. And I'm, I'm super proud that there's companies out there, not only young startups, but big corporates that are willing to be vulnerable and say, you know, we haven't perfected this yet, but look, this is where we are and this is where we're going to work uh, to be better. Yeah. And that's very exciting. That transparency is also a trending, you know, yeah. it's not behind the scenes. It's not just in the back of house. They're letting their, their clients, customers, shareholders know what they're doing. And like you said, we're working on it, which they'll get credit for that. Yeah, absolutely. And they, they should. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and right now you're an international company, but as we spoke, you're looking to move to the U.S. and expand. Uh, we've talked really about, you know, restaurants and heavy, you know, catering locations or hotels, but it seems like there are a lot of different applications for this technology. What are some of the areas you can see moving into in the future? Yeah. So indeed, we're, we're currently in eight different countries in Europe, soon also in, in the Middle East and in, in Asia, in fact, and in the U.S. US will follow uh, after summer, but that's only only focusing on the core of our product, which would be food services, predominantly corporate dining and and hotels, and also uh, more and more restaurants. But we will be uh, evolving our solution because we we're now working for mostly the bigger establishments and not yet your your mom and pop restaurant, who who I'd love to help. I used to work at mom and pop restaurants always, so my dream is to be able to help them too. But there's there's parallel industries that also have a lot of a lot of food waste. Think about uh, uh, health, the healthcare industry. Think about the schooling system. Think about incarceration. Is that prisons, right? Yes. Uh, is that the right word? And then there's aviation. There's so many places where there's professional food provisioning to 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 guests uh, in in the wider sense. So we're also pursuing to to leverage all of those industries, which in some cases even have higher food waste levels due to procedures and 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 safety regulations. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like I mean, food obviously everybody it, everybody eats. So food is everywhere. And, and yeah. you're right. There are some very large industries that have a big footprint in the world that mm -hmm. just a small change, just a small saving in food waste would have a very big impact when you take it to scale. Yeah. Uh, and like you're saying, and maybe once you do get it to scale, some of the mom and pops might be able to take advantage of it as well, or at least mirror the technology um, on a smaller scale. So that would be- yeah. uh, it's, it's, you... anywhere, uh, it's anywhere where food is professionally cooked, really. Uh, that's mm -hmm. uh, And that's a, a big gap in what, uh, there's a lot of solutions for retail and for the whole supply chain, which there's also a lot to do still, but everywhere where food's been, you know, where tomatoes are being turned into tomato soup, that's where there's limited information. And I think that's where we will will be what we can thrive. It sounds like a really um, promising future for you. You already have a great business going, like you said, and it's exciting to hear about the expansion. Are are you set up to show us how that works real quick? I know you yeah. kept pointing to your unit off to yeah. your uh, shoulder to your right, but uh, for those of our audience that are watching, they can see it. But if you would talk us through, also for our listeners, of what you have going there, and just yeah. show us. 
briefly how it works. By all means, by all means. So indeed, this is our baby. As an entrepreneur, that is truly your baby. What we do is we outfit the waste bin that we have right here, which is often case a Slim Jim in, in, the, in the US. We outfit it down below there with the weighing scale, which you can hardly see, but believe me, it's there. And then this is a camera unit. And every time something is disposed of, say this bunch of fake bananas in this case, uh, we just scan it and throw it away. And within this half a second, we've seen that it's bananas. In fact, we've seen that it's whole bananas and not peeled bananas or cut bananas. We've seen the, the amount of weight, uh, this, which in this case is 233 grams. We see that it's uh, what the time is, uh, which I'm not sure what the time is where you are, but here it's about 3.30. Uh, and we see the reason for disposal. We've seen that these bananas were naked, if you will, but we can also see if it was on a plate right here or something like a metal sleeve that I have lying around or a pan or a cutting board. So we can also identify what part of the process this food was lost. And all of this combined gives us a very, very detailed view of where in your operation this food was going to waste. And as you've just seen, you know, I've got another like little bun right here. It's just scanning and go. This is the half a second that it needs for us to gather all of this information that we need. Wow, that is so fast. For our listeners, there is a camera unit just above the waste bin that's sitting on a scale. And Olaf simply quickly, you heard that little beep, that's the scan of the photographic unit above being able to take a picture and know what that food is and he immediately drops it into the waste bin which then weighs it and so all that data is available for the analytics i can see why you were talking about one of your challenges with new clients is trying to figure out then how to massage this data what to do with it how best to use it because you're keeping track of the time and the weight and what kind it is and not only that was it on a plate from a consumer that it wasn't consumed, maybe overserved, or is it a part of something that was prepared in a silver uh, chafing dish that wasn't used on the buffet and now we've got to throw it away, that kind of thing, like where it was in the process? Did I summarize that okay? Spot on. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah wanted to make sure. Uh, I just think it's a fantastic uh, use of the technology and you're really helping with, uh, with a problem that we have across the world, Olaf. Uh, what other things, is there anything else that you would like to share with our future Foodcast audience before we go today? I think it's been a wealth of information so far. Yeah, so there's there's enough there's there's a lot been said. Yeah, the, what we're working on, uh, uh, addition in addition to what what we do right here, we're a data and AI company after all. So we're also if for some of our clients already, we're pulling their guest numbers, their uh, purchasing uh, procurement data, their their revenue data, but also circumstantial data such as the weather or uh, or events that are in your surroundings, allowing us not to only see what was wasted yesterday, but also how to, how to forecast. Uh, what we think consumption will be like tomorrow. And with that, help them to really nip food waste in the butt, always proving that it will be at the lowest point it can ever be with, with our technology. So there's there's just a lot of innovation. There's a lot of disruption going on in this space uh, positively because I think, and no, in fact, I'm sure that the, the time that a chef will save or our team of, a, of, a, of an establishment will save, they'll be able to redirect at their guests whilst increasing their sustainability. And that's what I'm very excited about. But to leave you just with one, thought and that i guess that's an entrepreneur entrepreneur's thought it's just important to start doing something if you identify a problem and you're just just not you're not happy about the way things are going just you know go start and do something because your clients will will teach you what what needs doing i didn't know what to do when when i started but our clients taught taught us what what to do and i think uh 
the most important thing to change this world is just to to be to be bold and to start to start you know kicking the things that you don't like let's say well thank you for sharing that with our audience we really appreciate your time today and i've thoroughly enjoyed having you on the future foodcast Ella. thank you pam i, I much enjoyed it too thanks for listening to future foodcast future foodcast is powered by farm to plate the leading food blockchain platform Subscribe on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to stay up to date with the very latest innovations in the food industry.